Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Low Mid Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Huey Revolution. With me, as always, we got the homies, Ramil. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode, you dig? And Nemo the Zeus. What's up, everybody? It feels good to be back in the studio for once. For I know, sure. right? In case you guys haven't noticed the clarity of the audio right now, <laughs> we're actually back in the original studio. We're not at home. We're all here, six feet apart, of course, with masks. But we're recording into mics. We're all in the same place. Back at the Dead End Studios, bros. Doesn't it feel good? Yeah, bros. (laughs) Yes, it does. There's there's so much space here. Like, I I was just so used to, like, a tiny-ass room for a good six months straight. For real. Fuck quarantine podcast. It's it's good to sit and actually have leg room, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And not have glitching sounds or freezing going on. Exactly. One (laughs) continuous audio stream. It's nice. It's very nice. Um... We got a good show lined up for you guys today. We're going to be talking about a lot of things, as always. Uh, one topic in particular pertains to the NFL. Another one pertains to an asteroid possibly hurtling towards the Earth as we speak. We'll get back to that later. Our top three for today is the top three worst jobs we think that a person could have or mm-hmm. that ourselves could have. And then we have a uh, pretty regular show-and-tell yeah. segment where we talk about literally anything and everything. So... Stay tuned. You guys ready to get started? Let's get right into this shit. Bye. What are we starting with first? NFL? Yeah. yeah. All right, Nemo, what's going on with this topic, bro? So the NFL just started back up, as you guys know. Um, they're back at practice, and they have a lot of people at training camp and stuff. There, there's a lot of shit that they're doing to uh, to keep them like healthy and separated. But this one shit that happened like a week ago or two weeks ago or something like that this dude a seahawks cornerback got cut from the team because he snuck a girl in to the uh hotel that they're what staying at did he play again he's a cornerback cornerback okay he's a undrafted rookie uh, <laughs> damn bro he was already on thin ice so wait does the nfl have their own version of the bubble going i don't know quite yet but right now um, they're limiting everybody at the practice facility. Everybody that comes in a practice facility has to take a test every day. And they have to wear this little alarm thing that detects them from, uh, it, it keeps them from being too close. Like it, it beeps and goes off if you're like within six feet of somebody. So they have to wear that every bro. day, all day, and during the games. That shit gonna go off 24-7, bro. Yeah. So they have their own little quarantine area. Yeah, so and some Seahawks cornerback that's an undrafted rookie snuck a girl into their hotel. He bubble. was a rookie, yeah. man. Give him a and break. It was the first that, little. He got fr- fired. Yes, he got cut from the team. <laughs> and what makes it even uh, what makes it even funnier, I guess. He, he tried to sneak. The, he tried to dress the girl up in Seahawks gear to make him look. To make I him look am like a player. not gonna play with this cat. Lying, <laughs> this man tried to think this shit all the way through. He was like, "Listen, in order to get in the Seahawks, you gotta look like a Seahawk. You gonna have to fucking put on some pads, bitch, if you want this dick." That's what she. That's what he told her. Dog. Bro. Wow. Damn, this nigga was horny. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you was horny enough to risk a job, man. This man. Thought of an elaborate plan to sneak her in dressed up as a Seahawk. Bruh. That's kind of smart, though. But he got caught, though. He got caught, though, so not so smart. Damn. 
How did they catch her? Like, did they just say this bitch looks like she's under? They were probably this, like, this, this is obviously a girl. Underweight as fuck. <laughs> this is this is obviously not a muscular ass nigga. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> who is this? Um, yeah, like, it might be a kicker, but no. Who is this? <laughs> who is this female on our team? <laughs> who the fuck is this? Yeah, they probably noticed that pretty quick, bro. So, so he got cut from the team before even really officially playing for them. Damn, bro. Yeah. I got to give him an L for that. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's a, L, a major. It wasn't L. worth it, man. That's a fat L. That's sick. Wait a minute. Can, they, right can they leave and come back? Apparently not. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you a picture of the girl too. Was it worth it? Oh shit! I'm gonna say, what does the dude look like? It's, it's, it's the black dude right here. Yeah. It wasn't worth it, bro. Said it so humbly. It wasn't. said it wasn't. It's nobody is worth it, man. That's your job that you just got. Like you literally just signed your rookie contract. You just got your career started, bro. Yeah, the pussy can wait. The pussy can wait for a couple of months, bro. And the thing is, bro, like time to be honest with you. Let me rethink what I'm saying. Couple weeks. (laughs) Yeah, he hasn't even fucking. Well, yeah, you're right. He got his like little rookie contract or whatever. For undrafted niggas that are trying to make the team, so he really only mm. made about two thousand so dollars at the time. Really, he couldn't even try out to see who was going to officially make the team. Exactly. Damn. So his NFL Bro, that's so are gone. stupid on his part. Because Imagine telling his kids one day, they're like, "Why didn't you go go to the NFL?" Well, son, <laughs> <laughs> it all started when a nigga was horny. Uh, yeah. Bro, could you ever imagine yourself doing some shit like that? Like, what if you had, like, a really super-duper strict RA and was like, nope, no girls on this hallway? Oh, shit. First off, Bro, if it's, fuck if, them if RAs. If you want it that bad, you have to come to the person who's in charge and be like, listen, I need to, you need to make an exception. I'll have them get nah, a COVID nah, nah, test nah. and everything. I feel like <laughs> I would do this, but I would get away with it. <laughs> like right. that's all, I don't know. I can't break it down, but I really feel like if I were to do something like this, it would just happen, and Yo. I wouldn't get caught. That's all I can say. If you're gonna dress her up as something, dress her up like one of the hotel staff. Mm. There you now, go. There you thing, go. Because like, so, like, are the NBA and are, is the NFL basically like? Are they in a bubble? Or are you like? I'm confused. It seems like there's their own version of the NFL bubble. But bro, yeah. for football, there's like way more people on a team. Yeah, there, there's 53 people. So I don't know team. if that, Jesus I don't know if that would work in a bubble with that. Like you still. But I feel like if there's players. more people, there's an easier way you can sneak her in. True. Like I'm telling you, bro, mm. she she really looks. She could have blended the fuck in. And she could she, she could have been a reporter. She could have been. You could have dressed up <laughs> as one of the one of the reporters or like a fucking like a I don't know. You a could be like cook. This. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You could well, you gonna dress her as a player? We know she ain't one of them. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, now that I think about it, not smart. He took it, L, bro. Yeah, he L. lost out on the p- potentially millions of dollars. Yeah, potentially. <sighs> Did he even get to smash? I don't Let's know. So. <laughs> it might have been. It probably was some girl he probably was already messing with. I would think. One can only hope that he Bruh, did. Which I would definitely not think he risked out for no first time. I'm not sure if I'm gonna get this pussy. <laughs> <laughs> if you did it for that, that's no. You gotta L. risk it for some established. I know that's I'm gonna hit this L. pussy. <laughs> some, like, I'm feeling this out. Let's yeah. see where this goes, pussy, huh? <laughs> well, I'm gonna risk that for some seeing how it goes. Yeah, that's Either how it's gonna go or it's not gonna go. <laughs> Cause like, that's how I see it. Because like, if that was his actual girlfriend, bro, he could have like 
if that was if that was his actual girlfriend, he he would have waited until training camp was over because like you that's, see the bitch every day. That's a yeah, he point. wouldn't have wanted to risk because like if that's my girlfriend. That's like okay, I'm gonna provide for me and you. She'll understand. Yeah, yeah. This like, was this was clearly a single dude that was just very very horny and was yeah. like, I'm trying to smash. Like, and like, tonight. there's no shame in that part, bro. But you gotta go about it smarter, man. Like you gotta go about it smarter, dude. Yeah. Like if you could have left, you probably should have left and then just risk just probably quarantine or whatever the rule was when you came back. If he could have left. Because my thing is, if they're doing the NBA bowl, they should be able to leave if they have, like, a legitimate excuse. But, like, getting pussy is not an excuse to leave for them, probably. But bro, <laughs> didn't, been, like, didn't fucking Lou Will get caught at the strip club? Bro, but see, he went up there for, like, a funeral. And then he went to the strip club. He went to the strip club. <gasps> I'm sorry. Wait, oh, wait, okay, okay. No, 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 yeah, no. He went to the funeral. He didn't go to the, he, he went to a funeral. And then, then he went, went to, to the, the strip, strip club, club to get his own wings that were named after him. Yeah, his okay. Own I, flavor of wings. I remember that. He but why, why for, he stayed though? Why, why no, he, st- he was there for 13 minutes on camera, at least. That's what the camera said. He was oh. there for 13 minutes. So that's why I thought they was tripping a little bit. I'm like, bro, yeah, he was in there for 13 minutes. But in that 13 minutes, I think he got a dance. <laughs> and I think he got a picture taken. He got a dance. No wonder why they were upset. That's what I got heard. But my thing is like, okay. And he got like a little twerk or something like that. While Nigga, come wings. on, bro. If if you can catch, minutes, bro, if you can catch distancing. Corona anywhere, you can catch it at a strip club. You can. <laughs> come but on, shit. Like my thing is like I thought the like getting like I don't know, bro. man. I think giving him ten days was a little much. Like he already had the quarantine. I think before. what we've learned is that niggas just want pussy. They don't care about <laughs> like they don't care about Corona. They don't care about any of this shit. They want wings and vagina. Don't you want wings and vagina? I mean, but like, I don't want to die <laughs> to get it, you know, or so, lose millions of dollars to get it. So, uh, do, do you guys think that him getting cut from the team is too harsh? I think you should have fined him. Dog. I, I feel like getting that. cut from the team is too harsh. That's but, harsh, but you know what? He probably wasn't. He probably, if they cut him from, he probably wasn't that good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Dude, he probably he was is, a nigga that they yeah. were giving a chance to, and they, they were like, "Cause think about it, niggas, he hasn't even proved himself yet." Yeah. But now imagine if like Jamal Adams or or any random superstar did it. Would they would they get the same punishment? Do you think? Definitely not. But it, I think it's the fact that they wanted to make an example out of him because yeah. he was a rookie. So they're probably like. Uh, well, you were on thin ice anyway. We don't even know if you're good, so fuck you. <laughs> um, and that that's pretty much it. So I, I have to give him – I hate to kick a man while he's down, but I have to give him an L for this. Um, <laughs> hopefully he at least got to smash and he ends up in a loving relationship with this young woman. Hopefully you find a career. But uh, um, hopefully he gets, gets a chance for another team. But yeah, you, you did catch an L for this one, yeah, homie. Maybe that's, another that's team will give say. him a chance. <laughs> yeah, L. for sure. L, big L. Um, so there's a like, there's apparently, um, we're gonna if we're, if we're not gonna die from COVID, we're gonna die from an asteroid, right? There's an asteroid coming, hurtling towards the Earth. Man, that tiny ass <laughs> asteroid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. He said that so, in like so, the most like, listen, so, guys. Sorry. If you thought apparently, you like, go to Fox News and they have an article about an asteroid hurtling towards Earth at millions of miles per hour. However, it's probably not a threat because there's a 0.49% chance of it hitting the Earth. And also it's only 5.4%, 5.4 feet wide. Um, oh. But I was thinking, like, what if this asteroid was a cataclysmic but they said the coronavirus asteroid. is only point three point point. What, what if, what if the horrible. asteroid definitely was going to hit Earth and had a huge chance of wiping out a lot of people? What would you guys do? It said it's Go going get as to fucked hit up Earth. As I ever been. It said it's going to come and pass Earth right before the election, like the day before the election. So that gives us a couple of months. If you had a couple of months to live before an asteroid comes, 
and wipes out probably like 95% of life, like how it did with the dinosaurs, what would you do from now until then? That this is what is it? August, the end of August till like late November. Yeah. Or early, early November. Early November. Fuck. Um, we better make it, guys. <laughs> but, but, but <laughs> we better make it fast. No, no, but what would you do? Like, say you knew that life, not just your life, but all life is ending in like three months. What would you do? That, well, that's the time to literally live out all your darkest and fiest. Be dreams. as bold as you've ever been. Just be bro. bold. Like, bro, honestly. First thing you would do off instinct, what would it be? Jeez. If I had a couple uh, months, like, see, like, I, like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna do, like, if I just found that out, I know that, like, you know, that same day I'm not gonna be like, I'm gonna go jump out of a fucking airplane. I'm gonna be like, you know, <laughs> go back home and get on YouTube and think about some shit. And then I'll plan, like, some vacations. <laughs> I'll plan, like, some vacations, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know what I'm saying? I'd maybe, like, I would definitely just start submitting, like, I don't know, bro. Just go crazy with whatever you going at, like now, like your career, whatever you, whatever you thought Nigga, you was going hard, I go bro, three times as hard. I would not give a fuck about my career. I, I wouldn't give a fuck. Well, anyway, who cares about the career shit, at this point? That, that should like, be over with. You want to be in a movie, but there's not going to be enough months to film. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first thing I would do, I think, if I'm being honest, kids don't don't follow this advice because you know don't do this. I think I'd probably try all the drugs ever. That's a good idea. <laughs> um, yeah. One by yeah. one, all the all the ones that. Are interesting to me. I feel like I'd start with that. I think that's day two. Day one, I'm like, what? Processing it, crying. Day two, drugs. You said processing it, crying. Day two, all the drugs that are existing. Probably that. Except for the, you know, like myth and meth and crack. Nah, so not meth and crack, but but like the fun ones. The ones that seem fun. Probably. What else? (laughs) What do I I have to lose? I don't have enough time to get hooked on phonics. Bro, if you're going to try cocaine, why you can't try the black version, which is crack? I'm not trying crack, bro. It's worse. (laughs) See, no. It is worse. But we're going to die anyway. Crack, homeless person outside of Georgia State campus, cocaine, rich person that says woo too much. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, rich white person that says woo too much. I'm taking shrooms again before I die. For sure. Why maybe, not? <laughs> okay, maybe maybe I'll definitely take ecstasy and LSD. I but, wasn't but sure about LSD. About it like this, it, when you know that you're gonna die in like two months, mm-hmm. like a summer. This is the last summer ever. First off, if I was in school, dropping out. If I had a job, <laughs> yeah. quit, quit. Yeah, um, right. Like if I knew it, that's, I feel like time slows down in that case. Like at first, it seems like it's going by really fast. So you do all these drugs, drink all this shit. Like I wouldn't be working out. I wouldn't do none of that shit. I'd just be being reckless. Uh, fucking like doing that type of shit. Right. Yeah. But then there's gonna be a period. Would you be raw dogging? Oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what what do I have to lose? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't have eight months to wait to like see. It's like whatever. I'd be not only would disease, I be raw like, well, dogging. We were dying anyway. So if I, not only would I be raw dogging, I'd be releasing. I'd be, <laughs> releasing. Yeah. I'll be nutting. I'd in be the raw, raw releasing. Raw releasing. Yeah. <laughs> so I might have like six kids before this shit up. up before this shit actually kills us. <laughs> so that's going down. But then it's like a slow period in the middle where I feel like everything slows down. And you're like, oh shit, I've already. Done it's it. actually right, right I've before the action comes. comes. So it's like month, month two, like first day of month two. You're like, well, what do I do now? Then I'd probably get on YouTube and like eat a bunch of food and do. A- Would you get an OnlyFans before you die? Why not? I mean, I guess. Like, <laughs> like, what, what else? Like, what else am I gonna do? Like, right. I mean, if there's two months left, like, sure. If the, if it's in high demand, 
I'll go for it. Bro, sure, I ain't gonna yeah. lie. I would have the urge to just go and fuck some shit up before I fucking get Hell there. yeah. I would just definitely... Just go and throw some bricks somewhere but, or but whatever. But see, here's the thing with that. It's like, I would want to, but it's like, you don't want to get arrested right before this happens because exactly. you spend your last couple of days in jail. Right. That's so fucking well, I can break out, Bro, I can act a fool in jail. Yeah, but there ain't no pussy in jail, so... True. I mean... I mean, not in the way that we want it. El Chapo will tell you how to get it. El Chapo will tell you how to get it. <laughs> You've got that underground tunnel, that but underground like, railroad. Yeah, that's my only thing is why it's like you have to kind of behave when it comes to like doing super yeah, public. Purge, but do you yeah. think the co- cops would – yeah, they would. The cops would still care. Cops are like that. They would still be like, well, you're going to jail. And it's like, well, there's one month left to live. Like, <laughs> we, we don't care. Fuck you. Bro, I would, any I cop, like, I would, I like fight, I would fight any bitch-ass cop in that way. Just, or y'all have but to, you might get killed immediately. But I guess you don't care. <laughs> If I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna go out like that. What are you gonna say, Nemo? Bro, I feel like it would just be a rise of satanism everywhere. Just like, <laughs> just like the coronavirus. We will see a whole bunch of cops doing cop shit. And then yeah. we're gonna see a whole lot of fucking, we're gonna see a whole lot of jugging, robbing, destroying. That'd be kinda cool. Well, if the cops plan was to kill niggas, shouldn't they take a break if we're all gonna die and be like, oh yeah, no, the asteroid got this, we can chill out. I feel like half of them would stop and half of them would blame us for it, so they would go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a question. Yeah. What would be the very last thing? You got ten minutes till the asteroid's about to hit the earth and destroy. I wanna What be, are you doing? I wanna be fucking. You wanna be fucking? Yeah, That's how you wanna die? You, Nemo? Uh, I guess looking at the sunset or some shit. Aww. I'm gonna be fucking looking at the sunset. By yourself? With a special lady? That's that goddamn Spongebob episode before you explode, you looking at the sunset? Wasn't yeah. that, that shit was so sad. <laughs> that shit was so sad. I feel like I'm gonna combine both of you guys. I feel like I wanna be, be outside looking the at, the, at the, at the, sun, at the sunset, smashing, drunk, or do I wanna be sober? Bro, I wanna be fucked up. I wanna be slightly drunk. I want to be fucked But, up. like, sober enough to realize what's happening, but yeah. drunk enough to, like, not care that much. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what we do. So, the conclusion is that we're going to get high. We're going to get some somewhat unsober and be fucking or and looking at the sunset. Yeah. I like how none of us said anything, like, altruistic or, like, I'm I don't want to be around my family. No, nah, that's overrated. Apologize to blah, blah, blah. No, nah, that's uh, overrated. <laughs> overrated? Fuck all that. Fuck that shit. Right. Um, Bye. I want to know what people <clears throat> listening comment either on our low mid productions page, like DM yeah. us or in our Discord. Like, tell us what you would do if that asteroid was actually like a dinosaur level asteroid and was going to crash into the earth in like two months. What the fuck would you do? And what would you do? 10 minutes before what would be the last thing you do oh i also want to be drinking and also like eating a hot pocket or some really really good pizza. <laughs> uh, some really really good pizza i'm dead yeah <laughs> just go out hey man i say in that situation we all just want to go out with like our most pleasurable acts yeah whatever yeah. that is bro whatever brings you great dopamine release yeah 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 but luckily the asteroid is not going to kill us but also they said the coronavirus has a 0.4 percent chance of killing you and a lot of people have died from that and they said that this, this what was the statistics on this real quick before we 0.49 percent on the good. asteroid yeah here we go 2020 let's not let's not say anything is not possible yeah let's chill <laughs> but if it is gonna happen i want to know would you yeah. want to know or would you yes. want to just not know? Yeah, yes, I want to know. I would want to know. I want to know. Because that means if I don't know, that means like I could just be thinking it's a normal day and then the asteroid hits them, boom, I didn't get to do none of this shit. I'll go to plan. Exactly. You would have been stressing about stupid shit this whole time. 
What if it was actually closer than we thought it was? Like, what if it was instead of like they miscalculated it and it's actually like coming September. at the end of August. It's coming uh, at the end of August. Nigga, it's the end of August now. It's coming at the th- on the thirty first. Jeez, Fucked. I would do I'm all gonna that be as bold stuff, as, but condensed. I'm going to slide in every DM I ever questioned myself in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go balls to the wall. Right. Fuck it, we got ten days. Girl, no what you trying t- to do? It ain't no time to restrict yourself to anything. Right. <laughs> Fuck it. But all right, so yeah, luckily well, we're not going to die. But yeah, yet I would yes. definitely want. I would definitely just want to just spend two weeks out in the middle of nowhere in Scotland, just to see. How fucking majestic the grass is, and how fucking how fucking mahogany yeah. the the sky is. Yeah. Wait, that's yeah. not even the right term. Yeah, <laughs> if we had like a month or two, I would Around definitely book some trips. I'd be like, fuck, I'm going to at least three places. Like my top three places Damn, that we did. That would go to at least so those many three. hours. You yeah, waste bro. like twenty three hours on the trip. Damn, but, but fuck it, because like when you go to those places, it's like twenty four hour plane rides to like places in Europe and stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, asteroid, please but don't hit us, bro. Yeah, I, Please I, I think we'll be fine. But if you do hit us, you're only like six feet tall, so hit somewhere. <laughs> hit somewhere stupid. Like you, you hit somewhere like we're really racist. Like hit, yeah, like, hit, hit, hit Wyoming. Hit Western Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> just hit the ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just be oh, a rock. Twenty twenty, man. What is next? <clears throat> well, yeah. I guess the top three is next. Top three is next. <laughs> so today we're doing a top three. Top three worst jobs that you could have. Yeah, I mean, right? yeah. as According we all know, us, there are some shitty jobs in America. There are some shitty jobs, but there's also like some shitty things I think that could be jobs that I don't want to do. Mm. Yeah, same. <laughs> so, with that being said, you should go first then, because I didn't think me? about that. Yeah, Can you go first. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I'll go first. My top three worst job, I think. Well, shit, I feel like this might be number one. So I'm gonna save it. No, this will be number two. So my number third worst job is a job that I had a couple months ago <laughs> at a restaurant <laughs> that I really wanted to have until I started working there and I realized how bad it was. Mm-hmm. Server at a restaurant. I was a, I was a waiter at a restaurant for literally like a week and a half. Um, <laughs> I was like. Right when I graduated, I was like, yes, uh, getting a, a, wor- a waiter job would be perfect because, like, I get tips and, like, you get paid cash and, all. you know, you just work your hours and you go home. I was like, I'll be a part-time waiter. But what I didn't account for was how crazy that shit actually is. It's really hard to get a job as a waiter with no experience. I was able to get one, but that's because they were, like, <laughs> like not really – Putting you through the most strenuous of tests, right? They, was they like, were we just need trying anybody. to put people out there because right. Corona had just hit, and they were like, "We just need people out there." So, first off, you don't get breaks. You don't get like a thirty-minute break um, as a waiter or a waitress because your table is still there. You have to like go out, <laughs> um, and if you're scheduled for the night shift, like first off, what I didn't know is they don't schedule you a time to log out. Like they don't give you a time you to clock out. That. You have to. Wait until your last table leaves around the oh, time yeah. that you're about to leave, and then you get to leave. Mm-hmm. So if your table's sitting there chucking in, that's why like that's why waiters and waitresses be walking around looking at you all funny when you're like taking a long time because <laughs> they're trying to fucking go home. Right, go home. <laughs> um, I don't do that shit. I'm like, yeah, we talk, talk. Black people do that shit all the time. Not for real, bro. It's, once I got into that industry, it, it all makes sense. It's crazy, bro. It all makes. It's sense. really hectic. You see a lot of stuff that you didn't want to see about food. You see a lot of food thrown away, which as a poor black person is really sad. Yes. 
like Man. really sad. You're like, what? Nothing's wrong with that. They're like, oh, they said it was too cooked. And I was like, what? <laughs> That's a well done hamburger. They're throwing Bro. it away. Like, bitch, that could be my fucking lunch and dinner. Bro, niggas at the restaurant I worked at would literally just throw away a whole lasagna. After after they ate a long ass fucking appetizer, I hate everything, bro. bro the, 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 Niggas <laughs> would order something, be like, "We'll just try it," and, just and the eat, shit would be eat, like one the shit bite. Would cost fifty dollars too. Exactly, they'll eat like so, one bite and just throw that shit away. And bro, it's like at the end of the night, like you have to remember that, bro. People still have to work and make a living, and you just sitting there chilling. And it's like people got other lives. So bottom to do. bottom line, tip your waiters. Number three server that's my worst worst job Re- call it recency bias but that shit was hectic i lasted one week in training and then two days as an actual server man we was yeah when, when huey told us he quit, was like what the fuck did you get paid like what the fuck i got paid a lot but that was not what was happening yeah, it was bro. like bro the my days off my back and my legs were killing me so much i'm like i'm too young to feel this old like, <laughs> i like right. this isn't for me why do i feel 43 that shit is a career. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard work, man. So, I, I would say any restaurant business is hard work. Yeah. Yeah, because, so. like, that kind of, like, yeah, bro. That's yeah. my number three. Um, uh, well, shit, I guess to bounce back off of your restaurant shit, my number three is also recency bias, but it's bus boy. That shit <laughs> is, that shit is that, honestly, that's worse than being a server, because when you're, at least when you're a server, you at least get good looks, you know what I'm saying? When you're a bus boy, everyone looks at you like you're the fucking scum of the earth. Right, the like a man. <laughs> right. Everybody talks shit about you behind your back. You have to lift up all this shit. You got to clean up after everybody. And then the waiters will get fucking mad at you for not fucking cleaning fast enough. Like, nigga, don't you see these other six empty tables? <laughs> get that, your ass up and help me clean then. Exactly. These niggas over here. I'm, I'm fucking ranting. But Dude, yeah, man. <laughs> I could see that. If like, but at the restaurant I was at, we were also we we bust our own tables uh, as waiters. Oh, man. But I could see like if I was just a waiter, that would definitely like busting the tables would definitely take a load off if I didn't have to do that. Uh, My main thing was like the computer system was too complicated. Like I was feeling <clears throat> really stupid. Really? <laughs> yes. But I, I feel you. But busting tables is not always the easiest, especially when it's like really. Is like when it's really heavy. Like it's like you, got, 12, you got people you got to need tables that's constantly coming whatever. in. You got to clean that shit and make that shit presentable quick. Yeah. Exactly, bro. And nowadays, you probably got to spray that shit down with some Lysol. You and do. Like, you know, all that uh, shit. You do. Yeah. And that's probably the most dangerous job nowadays, cleaning anything that wait, people have eaten because it's right. like uh, Corona. So at your restaurant, road, did, did they allow people to sit in and dine in? They did. Uh, they you worked at Taco Mac. sit in. Uh, Taco Mac? I worked at a restaurant like that, yeah. Yeah. But um, they allowed people to sit in, and it, it was hectic. It was hectic. Um, yeah. That, that's all I'll say. Yeah, man. It was a lot. It was a lot more busy than I thought it would be. You know, a lot more people that didn't care about Corona than I thought would. <laughs> but you know, I guess bro, people, people was like, "Shit, care. I'm hungry." People Fuck don't that care. shit. Yeah, bro. Like restaurants, Dude. it's so funny because like restaurants nowadays, like I told you, Waffle House is on Cortland. Is like you order your food, you have to stand outside and wait for that shit to get done, yeah. and they call you from the window. Yeah. And it's like you know, for them, they weren't taking anything other than just social distancing measures or uh, man masks. They were doing social distancing. We had to wear masks. I don't remember if the patrons had to wear masks. Get the fuck out of here. I don't remember, but that was pretty much. everything else was just normal it was like every other table was empty like no one could sit there but other than that it was a pretty normal uh experience Mm. 
Yeah, man. Restaurant jobs. I guess I'll continue that trend. I guess because like my number three job is definitely like I've never been this before, but I would definitely not want to be this. And that's a fast food cashier. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Fuck that shit. That I would never like work at a fucking job. fast food restaurant. Bro, niggas I, like to play at the drive-through window. Bruh, <laughs> bro, bro, especially with like all these fucking YouTube trends going on. Yeah, all where these niggas play too much. All these dumb. Do you know movies? how mad I would be making seven twenty-five an hour, and a nigga comes up singing their order? Right <laughs> for a YouTube video, <laughs> I would be like, "Bro, just fucking, what do you can want? You, can you get your ugly ass on somewhere, by? Bye. I'd be so mad, bro. That's nah. why. I mean, that's why the McDonald's downtown, they they're always so rude to cashiers, <laughs> bro. Because they got a shitty job. Like, bro, first of all, I work around shitty food all day. I'm dealing with shitty people, most likely in the in a, in a McDonald's where everybody's yeah. pissed off and nobody wants to be there. And then on top of that, you have like. Again, just the possibility of like just asshole customers. And for me, working as a cashier at another restaurant, I worked at my uncle's restaurant. Like, bro, I've dealt with like when you're the cashier, you're like the like the the uh, what you call it the um the uh, fucking representation of the restaurant immediately to the customer. Sure. So it's like you know you have to put on like you're the face of the restaurant essentially for that time that you're there. And it's like okay, you have to put on a good front or whatever like that. But goddamn, bro, like you get blamed for everything. That's not your fault. Yeah. Like as a as a cashier, and especially in a fast food place, I just be seeing it when I be in there. And I'm like, yo, this shit looks like hell. So no. Yeah, I definitely don't like it when cashiers are rude because that shit's annoying. Yeah, but I understand why you're upset with. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> bro, isn't it ideal? Like, what if you like you know how you grew up hearing like that insult? You're gonna work for McDonald's, and then yeah, you send like that a, application, and I'm you're like, <laughs> oh, that shit sucks. <laughs> you're like, fuck, they were fucking right. Yeah, that shit is lame, <laughs> bro. You gonna work at McDonald's? Donald's like a lot of people work at McDonald's. <laughs> so, hey man, they need to raise McDonald's workers' pay. They do because yeah. it at least should it at least should be like ten as minimum. McDonald's has got to be one of the richest companies in yeah. the universe, and they're paying their workers seven twenty five. Capitalism as fucking finest. So. <laughs> yeah, we have a number three, number bro. Three. Terrible fast food cashier job. Okay, Ew. here's my number two. This is one of the jobs that's like, I don't really know what the technical name is, but I know this has to be a job. The people that maintain the sewer. Yeah. That has to be Ew. a thing, right? Yeah, they're called sewer cleaners. <laughs> they're literally called sewer cleaners. So I feel like that would be a really bad job for Ooh. obvious reasons because, like, you have to, like, be around shit a lot. And yeah. I really don't like shit. <laughs> um, Nobody likes shit, bro. That yeah, I really don't. I have a weak stomach, and that would just be really sad for me. Oh, man. <laughs> like, talk about... Damn, bro. I feel like... I hope I'm not shitting on... Oh, no pun intended. I hope I'm not, sh <laughs> I hope I'm not shitting on anybody's actual job, but I'm just trying to tell you that I feel your pain if you don't like it. Mm -hmm. Um, Shit. I almost ended up working for, like, a dog cleaning service before where like we would go around and scoop up poop and stuff oh like oh, fucking the dude from friday yeah but <laughs> imagine like being in the sewer walking around in it it's not even just shit but people just flush anything down the toilet yeah it could be roaches rats it's there's all everything shit, down there bro how much did it get there's paid? alligators down there sometimes yeah how and much like, did it get paid? Let's look up i don't know they better Is it worth it, it goddamn? not enough not enough. Now, if that. you say a high enough number, I'm gonna go and enlist right <laughs> I'm now. <on> indeed. <laughs> I'm gonna Super get them fucking monster jobs. <laughs> I'm 
gonna go clean some shit. But I just feel like any job where you have to just clean other adult shit and throw up. Oh is, fuck! What me. is it? What do they make, bro? This is nowhere near a fucking enough t- for me to do anything. Really. What is it? Twenty uh, a septic tank servicer or sewer pipe cleaner can get wages of somewhere between twenty four thousand and thirty six thousand, depending on the level of education. So you would probably be on the high end. Depending on the level of education, yes, bro, if you a fucking high school dropout, you're getting twenty thousand dollars a year for fucking cleaning shit all yeah, day. I Fuck feel that like shit. that Ew. job wasn't that Oscar's job from Shark Tale. Really? Tongue scrubber? The to- oh, the tongue scrubber, tongue scrubber, my bad. Oh. But yeah, being a shit scrubber, I feel like would be a pretty... Probably the equivalent in their world. A pretty... Uh, Shitty. Job. Yeah. Would be. That's a good, that's a good, solid, bad job. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I wouldn't want to do that either, bro. That's shitty. Nemo? <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to go for my number two. It's kind of similar to Raw Mills, but a gas station worker... Because uh, them niggas have to deal with so much shit, and they always gotta be on point. Gotta look out for niggas that want to try shit. Cause like, if if you're a gas station worker in the hood, <laughs> I, I feel you, bro. That that shit that shit must suck, bro. Cause like, I swear, one one time, I asked one of them, bro, do you like your job, bro? And he he was hiding he was hiding his his tears under a smile, obviously. <laughs> but he was like, yeah, I love my job, like bro. That dude, like that girl from Get Out. What do you mean? Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> what do you mean? We don't have any problems here. <laughs> nah, but like, what, do you think that that's worse than like a desk job? Cause that's my stereotypical. Bro, like, fuck answer. yes, that's worse than a desk job. Cause at a desk job, how likely is that you get robbed? Oh, true. <laughs> yeah. In GTA, yeah. that's the only places you can rob. So you know they get robbed a lot. <laughs> right. Dang. Oh, so, man. Yeah, I'll take a cubicle over a uh, gunpoint. Plus, the- niggas just be stealing chips. Yeah, they, they motherfuckers just be stealing chips. Maybe he's just walking out with skittles and shit, just like casually. Yeah, yeah, yeah but that's a good. That's a this good. This gotta one, be boring. And those places yeah, are open twenty four hours, so yeah, you could be on call at any time. Yeah, bro, that's yeah, that's, that's wild. <laughs> that shit is lame. And then like you, you just got to deal with all these fucking kids that are just yelling and making fun of you. <laughs> like, leave the store, please. But you're not like, man, fuck you, bitch ass nigga. So you gotta deal with that on a daily basis. Yeah, but the gas station is not it, bro. I would not want to work there, bro. Especially for not what they usually pay, which is like what starting off at nine dollars an hour if you don't have experience. Like, I think it's yeah, something like that. Yeah, bro. Nah, man, it's not for me. Yeah, that's a shitty job, bro. I didn't even. That's a good one, man. I didn't even think about that. Like just the fact that they get held up so much, mm-hmm. and like you're in. The, if we, we you could be possibly in the city somewhere in any country, and you're gonna be in the ghetto at some yeah. point. Yeah, station, bro. It's, it's not it, bro. <laughs> um, my number two, bro. I actually had what Huey said on my list, but I just changed it just now. Um, so my number two, I'm just going to go with a trash collector. Like, I don't want to fucking spend my Thursday mornings going around picking up trash and dumping it in a fucking back of a truck. Now, reason that is, again, it's trash. Uh-huh. It's fucking trash. I just don't want to get up and do anything dirty, bro. <laughs> and, like, you know, I know nowadays, like, they're all covered and they got the machine with the trash can. And sit like that. We're just still going to smell like that shit at the end of your shift. And yeah. it's another, it's just like, I just, that's just something like I always saw growing up. I was like, and you know, I was like, I never want to fucking do that. And it's right. like, in that movement, in that movement, Notorious, actually, actually, a garbage collector at that time, at least, made more money than a teacher. Yeah, I, I, I remember that joke. But I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to be fucking neither. But 
I'm definitely not going to be no trash collector, bro. Like, I just, bro. And then, like, people put, like, again, just like the sewer, people put all types of shit in the trash. And, like, I don't know, bro. Like, you can have a glove on, but that shit can slip slip under your foot, under your fucking glove, get on your hands. Shit is disgusting. I, feel I don't like even like taking out the trash in my own house, <laughs> let alone taking out y'all trash. I feel like being a trash collector wouldn't be that bad, to be honest, bro. I it mean, wouldn't trash, be that bad. Well, but first off, I don't I don't have a good sense of smell, so that's one oh well, fucking oh, great, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's just like shit. What you just work in the morning and that's it? Like one day a week? That's some, well, everybody doesn't. Some, it depends. I like, think it's like every day because like yeah, different neighborhoods people, have yeah. different days. Oh, that's lame as fuck. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. For people who um, do that shit like every day, depending but, on like how many shifts you want, or how many errors you want, you yeah, can do that like, shit every day. I heard that they make decent money, so I mean, mm. it, it's not really the best braggadocious job to be like, yeah, you know, I'm a trash guy or whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, but it's. I don't it's know. kind of normalized to the they point where like, people, it's, it's, a, it's a normalized shitty job. They have a euphemism for that. I forgot what it was, though. Trash man. <laughs> uh, waste disposaler. Uh, You're a waste disp- dispositor? Disposer? Uh, it's, it's a waste something. It's I, okay. I Whatever. Like, oh, you're a master of the custodial arts. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whatever format title you want to use, I wouldn't <laughs> want to do that shit. That's just me. But, hey, uh, yeah, I my number you. two, man, trash collector. I feel you. That's your number it's one. It's my turn. Yeah. For number one. So call me um, whatever you want to call me for this pick, but teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I couldn't be a teacher. I feel bro. like an asshole saying this, but like. Especially not a middle school teacher. I really hate school so much <laughs> that like me thinking about like you graduate and then you go back into going to school as an adult professionally it just would make me feel really sad about myself if your passion is teaching don't let me discourage you but i don't like people or children or children people that made him sound so fucking evil he was like i don't like people or children or teenagers or or, or preteens i don't like any of those <laughs> so like me having to deal with their shit because like we went to decab you yeah. know how these fucking yeah bro can be yeah man it's just like nah i don't really feel like dealing with that shit um little like i used to be a camp counselor at one point so me saying this on here probably ruins my chance of ever getting another like camp yeah. counselor job. Right. <laughs> but like that was fine. But it's different when you have to teach kids. Like just like you're forcing them to do something they don't want to do, which is like math. Right. But like just like let's go play basketball. They're gonna be like okay. <laughs> but yeah, bro. Like I hate school so much, and I hated it so much growing up that I would hate to subject kids to the modern school system. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, bro. And I hate the fact shitty. I hate how teaching is set up where it's like the the actual teacher doesn't matter. They just need someone to stand in and like construct conduct the what the syllabus tells them to do. Yeah. Which is really what I don't like, which is like <laughs> you don't have any flexibility of like I'm this specific teacher and I teach in this way cuz you just have to follow a rubric set out by the the county or whatever. Which yeah, is, bro. Which is really lame. And I think the teachers that take the initiative to try to make it, to actually try to like specifically cater to a learning style that's actually going to be more effective to their specific students deserve yeah. more praise. No, like, I'm not saying yeah. I wouldn't ever be a teacher of something one day, but it couldn't be in the modern sense. Like it would have to be like something or like different. some other. It would have to be yeah. something where like I control how I teach and yeah. I have to be old. But like being just a traditional teacher, like that, that would be suck. scary to me because. 
Yeah, I didn't like school. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> imagine being a Zoom teacher. Wow. Bro. That might be slightly better. And but they have to go to, they have to Zoom you, you from the classroom. Yeah. Some of them have to Zoom from the classroom. So no, they have to go to the classroom real? and then just do Zoom from there. Do y'all see that real? thing where the <laughs> the kid's older brother came up and the teacher was telling him to leave? And he was like, bitch, what? Oh. And he started smoking weed on the camera with the little brother right there. Oh, man. So everybody started laughing. And she was like, well, your little brother's probably going to be expelled. So congratulations. <laughs> I was like, why is the little brother going to get expelled? Get punished why for wouldn't, why wouldn't the guy just like go to jail or something? Yeah. But <laughs> you're gonna expel my little brother because of some dumb shit I did? Exactly. Man, look. Like, bitch, fuck, I already graduated, bitch. Fuck that shit. And he was just Once his little brother weed. gets big enough, he's gonna whoop his ass for that. So like, I don't I have to get that shit. Shit, he thought that shit was funny. So yeah, he probably won't do anything. Yep, until he sees I had that explosion, I ruin his life 10 years from now. Well, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Zoom. Zoom, man. Because, like, the kids would just be yelling and fucking playing porn noises and shit yeah. the whole time. And, like, what if the nigga just takes off his clothes? Like, what if you're just teaching? What if you're Zoom teaching a kindergarten class and the nigga just takes off his clothes? You're like, what the fuck are you doing? Put your clothes he back. He probably would get expelled. <laughs> I feel like that probably the teachers would get reprimanded. I mean, the parents would get reprimanded. Yeah. Of like, why does your kid think it's okay to just do this right now? Right. Like, you, yeah. yeah. Hey, bro, they, they'll just do some wild shit on Zoom and think it's okay to get away with it, bro. Anyway. Man. Yeah, that shit's got to be stressful. Yeah, number one, man. Teachers definitely, like, that could ever be a tough-ass job. Yeah. My number one tough-ass job is a motherfucking CEO. A correctional officer. Uh, oh, I knew somebody was no. gonna say it. Fuck no, man. Because, bro, you're literally you're literally walking in to the doghouse every fucking morning. The only difference is you get to go back home to your bed. You're you're basically in jail with these niggas, bro. Because you you literally have to watch their every move. Mm-hmm. They're a hundred percent of the time gonna be mad at you. Yeah, they're you're all op in jail. They're a lot of the times gonna think they're stronger than you, so you gotta be as stronger than them, mm-hmm. if not stronger than them. Uh, and and then like these niggas will will always just want to fight you. Then you have to witness a whole bunch of traumatic shit. Daily. Yeah, you gotta oh, witness yeah. a nigga getting his ears beaten in. You gotta witness, bro. You gotta witness feces being thrown and shit, man. <laughs> Bruh. And you gotta stop somebody from getting raped, potentially. I feel like a CO is probably a more dangerous job than most jobs. Yeah. Yes. You think it's more dangerous being a CO in a jail than like being like an average police officer? Uh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, most Because you're, you're dealing with definite people who are You're dealing with people criminals? that are already criminals yeah. that don't give a shit about almost anything, depending on what section of the jail you're in. Like the people that have like 15 to life, they don't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> So they're like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's got to be difficult. You have to show a lot of, like, that. that's like going to war every day. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. waking up and being, uh, I, cu- I couldn't wake up in the morning and be looking forward to that shit. Like, and you know that, like, bro, you know some of these guards, and, like, the thing is, a lot of them, bro, when it becomes a job like that, you look, you don't care. You don't give a shit about the inmates, even those who are in there with like legit mental health disabilities who don't need to be in prison. Yeah. They just most of them just turn out. If you get irritated because you have to go to work, you're just gonna be irritated and be like, "Bro, shut the fuck up and just beat the shit out of somebody." Yeah. Like, just because you don't want to be there, bro. Like that is a, that is a tough job, bro. Because you got to deal with like people who don't give a fuck about it, to people who think they're like again. You said they think they could, some of them are stronger than you. Yeah. So you have to fucking use your gun, <laughs> and use your weapons, like, and then you got to like these are grown ass men and women. Who yeah, you have these to niggas to got. 
These niggas got strength, boy. They need <laughs> And it's like, bro, yeah, that's a, that's a, bro. You never know when an inmate might just lash out. Yeah. Crazy shit. And you never know, like, somebody that you could have reprimanded, like, could be walking past you thinking they cool, and next thing you know, they pull out a shank. Get out, get that, That's just a hard place to be in, man, because that's yeah. the yeah. land of lost souls. That's like hell on earth. Yeah. If there was a hell on earth, yes. it's probably prison, yeah, bro. Yeah, like yes. working at hell. Yeah. There's like know. hell light was prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. That's a, I wouldn't want to The free that. trial of hell. How are they, gonna be they didn't give a fuck about prison when the corona right they threw all them niggas in there whether you had covid or not oh nigga oh well but what, yeah. what about that one prison that let these things free or? we no we had to call up there in fulton county we had to call up there and like demand that the da like do something to let at least those who were accused of nonviolent drug offenses out of jail yeah. Yeah. the rapists and everything got to stay in there but nonviolent drug offenses can probably go yeah so yeah, yeah bro, but i agree a correctional officer is definitely like a tough job bro i like, agree so my number one, man, on the track of shitty jobs, the shittiest one I could think of, man, a fucking janitor, dude. Uh, I would not, not, no disrespect. Shout out to Dex. No, no disrespect. Uh, but I would hate to be a janitor and have to clean a public fucking bathroom. I have to clean a public bathroom in a is, pandemic because I'm a janitor. Often. And like, bro, I know sewer cleaners, it's similar. But to me, like janitor is like, this is some, it's like it's more specific. Like this is like, like somebody shitted on this toilet for sure, <laughs> for sure. Like somebody just got done, bro. I, I feel like as a janitor that cleans toilets, you would have to see the worst shit every day. Bro, like, we see the, we see terrible shit as students, and we don't have to clean that shit. I gotta yeah. <laughs> clean this shit. Bro, imagine just bro. going to the fucking bathroom. They just don't get paid enough, man. They don't. Bro. They literally, don't. literally, I was at Georgia State one time, and I was literally like, I was leaving. I was walking out of um, Blangdale. I was walking out the back, Blaine and Dale. I saw one of our, uh, <laughs> I saw one of the janitors sweeping the floor, <laughs> sweeping the floor, and I stopped him. And I was like, Yo, I just wanted to let you know, I appreciate what you do, bro. <laughs> yeah. I just gotta let you know, I, bro. I literally I, stopped a, and told I'm him. I'm gonna rename this list to the most underpaid jobs. Yeah, like. It, yeah, bro. That's that, part of why they're shitty, though. Because, like, yeah, if you got $200,000 for cleaning a university, which you probably should, then sure. But if you're going to pay me $26,000 to clean shit 24-7 from from everybody, bro. Like, that's what I'm saying. A janitor, whether it's at a fucking office building, fucking restaurant, university, it's all shitty. Yeah. It's all shitty, bro. Like, and especially right now, bro, those, those, those workers are the most susceptible to the virus, bro. So that's a very shitty job right now. Yeah. Like to have to clean somebody's shit. You gotta clean the the fucking you gotta sweep and spray and I like, feel like we all just really don't wanna clean shit. I don't up. wanna clean exactly. shit, bro. That's the main thing is we just really don't want to. Bro, I'll be a fucking dishwasher. Cool. But like shit? Like janitor? Uh I would hate being a dishwasher. Fuck. I, I would choose dishwasher over doing fucking uh clean janitor. shit up. Yeah. Honestly, bro, dishwasher that might replace my number three to be honest, man. <laughs> Bruh, but no, so like, bro. remember elementary you, you school? You just put this in a machine, bro. In elementary school, every year somebody would shit in the urinal. <laughs> every <laughs> <Yeah>. year, <laughs> without fail, <laughs> and somebody had to go and get that, right, yes. bro? Oh, what did that shit overflow? What I'm saying, what did that shit overflow? Oh, you're, you're giving and me... it's shit all over the place, and you gotta clean that shit up, bro. You're giving me Grady memories, bro. My number one worst job is a fucking janitor. No disrespect. Matter of fact, huge respect to anybody who has to do that to feed their family. I swear to I believe you should be paid more. It couldn't be fucking me, though. I swear. A hundred percent. So, yeah. hey, man, every job that we've listed here, if you have this job, shout out to you. Because 
You're carrying. Hopefully, you find some humor in this shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully. You're carrying a load, no pun intended, that a lot of people couldn't carry. Yeah. So. <laughs> and you have to clean a load that a lot of us do not have to. So. <laughs> that's, that's, that's. Y'all want to count down? Yeah, we can recount. Yeah. Number three for me was a server. Number two, sewer cleaner. Number one is a teacher. That's what I consider to be the worst job, besides just like a generic office job. <laughs> uh, all right. So for my number three, uh, yeah, I, I had busboy. Number two was gas station worker, and number one was a correctional officer. Uh huh. Mill, man. Number three, I had fucking a fast food cashier, and number two, I had a fucking trash collector, and at number one. I had a janitor, dog. Not it. Let us know what you guys think the absolute worst job in the world to have would be. And what shitty jobs have y'all had? <laughs> yeah, that's a really good question. What yeah. shitty jobs have y'all had, man? If y'all had any of these jobs, please let us know how the, how the actual experience was. And for yeah. the teachers, I'll be very interested to see if somebody wants to be a teacher. <laughs> I would love to read some, some more messages. In the- yeah, 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 yeah. Let us know, man, because jobs are shitty. We'll be back after this quick break. So... Without further ado, it's time for a show-and-tell segment. Yeah, and we man. haven't had a regular show-and-tell segment in a while, I feel like. So it's only fitting that we have one now that we're back in the stew. Yeah. Wait, didn't we have one last week? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> but, like I said, <laughs> without further ado, so does anybody want to go first? And if for all, all those who don't know, our show-and-tell segment is when each of us brings up a random topic or something we want to talk about that the other two do not know about most of the time before we bring it up. So it could be literally anything from sports, I, music. I have a topic. Oh, I can go first. Cause okay, it's, mine's go ahead. Mine's simple. Go ahead, Ramil. Bruh, so Bruh. hip-hop, rap, albums, best discography. Oh, who has the best discography? Who has some of the best discography? Like, who's a person who you would think, like, their body of work, like, each album is at least as good as, like, the other others? Like most of their albums are just most are like let's good. say let's say like at least half of what they put out is like really good. Okay, uh, I'm gonna just start naming some. I'm gonna just start naming some names that are solidified. Kendrick, Drake. Uh, is every Drake album good though? Eh. It's most well, more than half. So more than eh? half. Eh? More than half That's, of the songs. The first I name say. that comes to my mind is Jesus Talk. Or Kanye, Kanye, West. yeah, that's the first thing that came to my mind as that's far the as first discography thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, Kanye, yeah, Kanye's that, like probably the best. I didn't say, I didn't say Kanye. Oh nah. shit, I, I, damn. You just, you that just was literally the first thing Kanye. I thought. Uh, that was oh. the well, well, Kanye was the first person I thought of to be honest. Okay, <laughs> that's okay. the first person that comes to mind. Yeah, because like then we got really, like, every, isn't that such, like bro, imagine hearing Tupac that as a rapper and also. people be like, yeah. But are we talking about people that are modern? Yeah, let's. Yeah, we talking about like just anybody. Like, yeah. Okay, okay, like, okay. Yeah, like people. Yeah, you know what I'm um, saying. Cause yeah, uh, who's next? Who has a really good discography? Lauren um, Hill. Shit, who's lasted long enough to have a good discography? Does Jay Z have a good discography? I uh, not in my opinion. I don't really like his music like that. Besides the last couple albums, but yeah, that, that's he's gotten better as he's gotten older. I, to us. Who's consistent? Who's the most consistent rapper? I, Lil Uzi's pretty consistent. Mm. Um, but does he have yeah, the best discography? Consi- no. You know no. what? No, if we're talking about just like good bodies of work, I can see like Uzi being like somebody who like if we're talking about good that type of music. Uh, for the you know trap, what I'm saying? For the, uh, for the most part, I'll also I don't say maybe know. someone like Kid Cudi. 
Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Um, Do you think Travis has a strong discography? Uh, I don't know. I've only heard like two albums, but those are. She uh, only got like. One I would album. say. I would say not yet, bro. How many albums does Travis? Because really, the only album that moved me was Astral World. That's the album that moved the world. If we're looking for somebody that has the most consistent, like, uh, rating to their discography, what about like Outkast? Most of the time, it's going to be good. It's probably Kanye. I would say Outkast has a strong discography. Bro. Outkast does have a strong. Or at least it's going to be more good than bad. Yeah, I would say Kanye is like my number one solo option. I'll, also, I'm biased because I know he's like one of my favorites. But I'll, objectively speaking, like you can look at like I would say Kendrick, Kanye, Drake to an extent. I would say. Um, I don't think I would say Drake because he has a, good songs on every project, but every project isn't. Good. Mm, that's okay, a good point. Good point. Yeah, good I take point. Drake off. Yeah, bro. Actually, they, Drake's discography has kind of been his downfall. Like if we're talking about albums, like, like yeah, we're talking about he albums. always has good singles. Yeah, you know, like yeah. every year, but like if we're Man, talking about I whole really projects, said Drake first. Are you, are you sure? You said Drake like you within Drake the first, first three people. So Rodeo, wow. Birds in the Trap, and Astroworld. Those are just three. Yeah, I think two out of three of those are really, really iconic. So, so that's a pretty strong discography so far. Man, it's yeah, me. but he only has three things. Yeah, but, but what more? Kendrick has what three, four. Well, yeah, has Section eighty, but dude, Duke MS City, and those fucking mixtapes when he was when he was K Dot. Oh, oh yeah. Well, let, let's just go albums. Let's just go studio albums. My, yeah, my Kendrick, final definitely answer Kendrick. is Kanye. I think Kanye is like my number one. Yeah, yeah Kendrick Kanye. and Kanye. Kendrick and Kanye. Yeah, and that's yeah. saying a lot. Whose J- discography is stronger between the two? Kanye. Stronger. It's Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. Because for me, it's Kendrick. He he. For me, it's Kendrick. It's more because he's more consistent with it, more concise. Mm. I think that by sheer, like, like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Proportion. Kanye has yeah much more because he, he has a career, obviously. But he has much I more. That, um, palatable shit. I think as far as like, okay, if we take Kendrick's first three albums, right, which are three classics, right? Yeah. Kanye's first three albums, which are three classics. Yeah. I think that I find Kanye's music more sonically pleasing from those first three classics than Kendrick's. Although Kendrick is definitely a better rapper. So it's like for me, but I like Kanye because Kanye produces and raps a lot of his old shit, especially he did a lot of that shit hands on. Like he was much more hands on in the beginning than he is now with a lot of his beats. So I think that kind of maybe gives him an edge to me. It's kind of like, well, damn, like you produce most of this, if not 80, like 90 percent of this and you rapped really well on it. So I feel you. Yeah, but it's definitely between Kanye and Kendrick, though. Like I think in all three of our minds, maybe that's been the consistency yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. So That's like, the best we can think about. Let us know if there's anybody that has a stronger discography. Maybe somebody less mainstream. Yeah. You know, let us know. Yeah. Because Tyler's discography is not bad. I, I Actually, personally, I would put Tyler, but I don't know. The, the world didn't really receive Cherry Bomb as well as I did. Yeah, that was like the one. Like, like That's what I'm saying. If you don't have a, like a stinker. Like a one that everybody was kind of like, eh. Like maybe Kanye has that now with J.I.K. But... Or uh-huh. Yeezus? No, people love that shit. People love Yeezus, bro. Like, at the time, yeah, people said, oh, it's trash. But that shit got like a 90 on Metacritic. People love that shit. People now. love it now. Yeah. Yeah, they so love I it now. I can't say that okay. it's a trash album now. And I would say yeah, maybe okay. that's the same thing for 808s, too. But I would say, like, um. Yeah, both of those. People hated them at first, but then now. Then now they love loves them. them so much. They kind of, like, drive the, uh,. The, the weird parts like of music. Most people, the new wave. Like a lot of people, a lot of people like, our age say like, the one of those two is my favorite album. Yeah, yeah. bro. Niggas, my favorite people, Kanye album, I'll say. Niggas yeah, like bro. Juice World said yeah, that. Yeah, all, yeah. All, those, all the melodic niggas loved yeah, that Kanye album. Yeah. Oh, what about, mm, well, 
Def, I'm not going to say Little Wayne because that's not true. <laughs> Little Wayne's discography definitely has some weak points, but I think yeah. that the mark of an artist like that has a great discography. How many like everybody at least has one dud normally. Like Drake has a dud and he's still as big as Drake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jay Z has like a few duds, <laughs> and Kanye I would say probably only hit like a real dud with like Ye and Jik, and that's only because like and they still weren't generally bad. They was just like kind of not good for him. Oh, Jesus is king. Have have you heard um all of the Run the Jewels albums? No, I heard, I went back and listened to like three and two, but I don't remember hearing one. Because I, I heard I heard that three was like their best one. Bro, art, bro, the fourth one is the best one, bro. The fourth <laughs> one is the best one, bro. The one that came out RTJ four is the best Run the Jewels album, and you you can tell that just by listening to that album, not even listen to the other ones, bro. To be honest, would you put Childish on this list? Ooh, he, he has a lot of mixtapes. Okay, that's a good question. I kind of would, bro. He doesn't have a bad album. He, he doesn't really have a bad album. He has some albums that are like not as He has iconic. a decent like, discography. I like, wouldn't put him on the same level as like a like Kanye. Weakest is probably something like Camp, right? Which yeah. honestly a lot of that was like old one of his heads first would shit. probably like that a lot because yeah. of what he, his bars on there, but it wasn't as refined as a lot of his later yeah. stuff. Yeah. But he, yeah, see like I would say he's got like a semi strong discography. Semi strong. I, I would agree with that. It's not strong. He's got a pretty good I would agree with that. It's not really weak in any way. Like he's pretty strong at what he's doing. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't. Everything he has, it's like kind of like depending on what type of person you are, you'll like this one. Better. Yeah, it's not really one that's like objectively like everything on here is bad. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah. So yeah, but that was just so. yeah. Like so, I think uh, Kendrick, Kanye, uh, Childish. Um, yeah, those are some of the big giants, man. So I think that's a mark of like a really satisfied great artist. If people can look at your catalog and be like, most of what I, most of what you produce is like either really good or great. So that's you know that's very very, um, I think, validating um, as an artist. So I just want to get that conversation going because that's always interesting. Best discography, man. Who got the best body of work? Yeah, so, that's yeah, good. That was my show and tell. That was a good one. Um, I, I'll go. So. This one is kind of a scenario. So let's imagine. Well, actually, for me and Huey, we don't have to imagine. But for <laughs> Raw Mill, imagine you were a, a rapper that's like, like you, you've put out some shit already. You kind of have a few su- supporters. Mm-hmm. What would y'all do if a label executive walked up to you today and said, Yo, we're gonna sign you right now. A hundred thousand dollar advance for for four albums. Bro, I'll have to fucking get back to them in like a week or two because we I'm looking through every detail of that motherfucking contract. That's <laughs> the, my first instinct. Is that my first answer would be, okay, can I get back to you? I would want some time to look over the contract with a lawyer, somebody somebody that I trust as well, a couple representatives, and then. Um, if I think everything is okay, I'm gonna sign that bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, that would be, my first instinct would be just to tell them to wait and review it. That's what I would do. So I really, I mean, yeah, I piggyback of what you say. That's all that stuff's really important. I really don't like labels. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I really don't like them at all. But <laughs> if I was, you know, it had to be a really, really good deal for me to sign something like that. Four albums, hundred thousand. Yeah. How many years? Hundred thousand advance. Oh wait, when when you do music contracts, are there years like sports contracts? No, it's albums. So that means don't you, you have the, don't you have deadlines for the album? Sometimes, yeah, yeah, depending, depending. But yeah. let's say, so I, I mean, I would either probably make 
oh, well, my music might suffer for that because I'd end up making four albums either really fast to hurry up and get out of the contract. Mm-hmm. $100,000 is not that much, to be honest. Yeah. But advance, I guess it's yeah. the advance, so like I'd end up making more money on the back end of all right, the al- right. albums, right? Yeah, or touring, um, for sure. I mean, to be honest, see, that's... That's that's okay, I guess, for right now. It's better than the job I have now, which <laughs> is just not really yeah. making money like that. So uh, I guess it'd be okay. What would I do? Yeah, I'd look at it. I'd really think about it. I'd digest it. But I don't know, man. I lean heavy. If I'm that popping like that uh, to where label executives are like, let's sign right now, today. Anytime where somebody's like right now today, right, it, that's always right. some scam shit. It's not good, bro. So, it's some fuckery in there. So it's some fuckery, bro. Maybe, bro. But like, <laughs> I really hope that it's a good deal. Otherwise, I just end up hurry up and I hope I like the deal is good, so I like make money off merchandising and and back end money and all that shit, so I don't just have to end up rushing albums. Push come to shove, if it ends up being shitty, I'll make four one song albums. <laughs> and 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 put them out and be like, yeah, that my time with my label was fun, but it's over now. Ugly, <laughs> right? That's my answer. So for me, I'm I'm glad you guys had this answer. So for me, what I would do is actually exactly what Rot Mill would do. I would make sure that well, first I would uh, hustle up the money to hire a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Then I would take them to the meeting. We would listen to everything they had to say. We wouldn't say yes or no. We would just listen. I go back to my lawyer. We talk it out. We talk about what we don't like, what we do like. And then we give them the final answer, which will most likely be no, because 100000 for four albums. Bitch, if I'm accepting that, the only way I would accept that shit is if the label is very small. They just like, the, the nigga knows what he's doing. They just started. And I would have to be the forefront. I'm about to say, am I the star? Yeah, I would. Of this one hundred thousand dollar bill, I would have to be the forefront of the label. Bro, I got to be what Kendrick is to uh, Black Hippie, bro. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. Because when when I was reading up on when I was reading up more on Kendrick, I just realized that like the dude that sound that signed him or discovered him, he he found him at like thirteen or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. Nigga found him before he even yeah before did. he was even big even taking rap seriously seriously I'm I'm serious right and he saw the potential in him so yeah. if I'm talking to a label exec that sees the potential in me then it's a maybe but a hundred thousand for four albums fuck no that's a lot of work we would definitely need to be you gonna have up, to up, up the price up that advance and we would seriously have to be talking about what happens in the back end because. A nigga's definitely trying to get his royalties. A nigga definitely trying to get all the masters, right, his all masters the publishing. and everything. I want all like, my shit. Like, make sure my publishing company is in the contract so that I could be getting everything. Yeah, right. that's a lot. That's not that. I'll much give y'all ten percent for promoting my shit. That's it. I keep the rest and of the ninety. I better. That's get, standard. I better get that hundred percent advance, dude. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I'm glad they were all smart about this because, like, a lot of these dudes out here, just upcoming rappers who just exactly. don't do the real research about the business, would just sign that shit. They would sign that shit. They'll, they'll be like, "Hey, man, you'll you'll see me in a new chain tomorrow, man." Yeah, man, they got their priorities all fucked up, and the next thing you know, when they get into the industry, they wind up being like a lot of rappers. Niggas that we know just that signing for fifteen k and twenty five k, right? Because <laughs> they, they don't realize that you got to pay the studio back. Yes, they they don't realize that. Now, once you once the once the executive hits you with the oh repercussions you're gonna be like oh, nigga what but right. no it's all in the black and white you just didn't read it right and then like 
I remember one time me and Huey were out with this dude a couple years ago. This is before I think we met you, Nemo, right before we met you. Like, um, we were out with this dude somewhere. Um, we went and got ice cream and stuff, and he showed us, like, these contracts. And I was looking at the contract, and I was like, damn. Like, even, like, it's English. It's very, like, confusing language. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're not really – it's not really meant to benefit the contractee. It's meant to benefit the contractor. Uh, yeah. Which is the person who is the label, right? So there's always going to be a caveat in, like – especially European American white democracy where there's a caveat for the person who's giving the contract something to save their ass or something that's going to normally fuck you in the ass in some kind of way like to be honest like especially with black musical artists because we're exploited so much so definitely bro somebody came to me with that scenario I'm definitely doing my research definitely analyzing every nook and cranny of the deal and what like you said whatever we don't like this is our this is our counter offer and or we reviewed this and I've weighed, the pro, I've weighed the pros and cons, and most likely my answer for this would be no, just because it's too much. It's too less money for four albums. Like you want four, yeah, for a hundred thousand dollars, you got to at least give me half a mil to even get maybe two out of me. And plus, bro, I like how you brought up the years thing, like in sports contracts, because uh, what what happened, what happens to a lot of artists is they put out those first two albums thinking that yeah, I'm finna rush through this deal, boom, boom, bam, get another deal, but then the label will hold out on your album. So you, you you probably made those first two albums within the first year or two mm-hmm. of your label contract, but then they could hold out on your ass for like four years and you'll be falling off before you could even drop again. Damn. So bro. that's what that's what really happens. And yeah. for for any for any artist, any rapper that's listening that might be in a situation like this please make sure that the first thing you buy is a fucking emo wig and also <laughs> make sure you buy a fucking lawyer yeah and an agent you need a lawyer before you need to manage your artist think about that yeah yeah bro that was a good that was, that's a that's a really educational show and tell like yeah, be put on game now if you really plan to be because like, i think a lot of times man these executives and stuff especially these these white racist executives they come to like you know people in the hood who know they have nothing, so they take advantage of that, and they come and they know that like you're not gonna throw this offer in your face. So I know that you're gonna take it, but not knowing the full details of the offer, knowing that I'm gonna wind up just you know exploiting you in the end in a lot of ways, man. So definitely, man. If that scenario was coming up or any scenario that comes up for any upcoming rappers right here, take care of your business first. They gonna come to you with like, oh, you're gonna be a star, you're gonna be a star, and you know we're gonna treat you like that. So they they sell the dream, but they don't tell you the business, man. Make sure you know your business. All right. So my show and tell, I, I, uh, I guess we are all feeling very hip hoppy this week because I also have a hip hop show and tell <laughs> topic, but it's a very simple question. What this is for, I got this from hip hop updates TV. It's a question. What is the most important part of a rap song? The hook, the flow, the production, the relatability, the lyrics or the delivery. Wow. That's so a, tough. They're all equally important. Yeah, I'm near. I'm going to send it to y'all yeah. so y'all can look at it. Okay. Um, yeah, let me look at this, man. This is a tough, this is a good question. That's a, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, damn, I don't think this is on there, but I feel like the energy is definitely the most important one. Energy? But as far as like the actual technical parts of the song. I yeah, think the one, one more time, I'm going to say hook, flow, Production, relatability, lyrics, or delivery. Delivery, is delivery, important. probably is part of energy. 
Yeah, delivery isn't. But delivery is important. I would say, okay, you know what? If I had, if I had to choose one, for me personally, it because I'm a very sonically person, it might be production, even though that's definitely dependent on the... But, like, the production depends on the rapper and the producer, bro. Because, yeah. like, yeah. the rapper can make a song... Again, as we know, the rapper can improve the quality of a beat and make yeah. the song greater, and vice versa. Yeah. Sometimes the beat... It's like sometimes when rappers rap... And part of song construction is knowing when to space things out. So, like, I'll give you a good example of this. And that song, White Label by Nas, you know that, like, 10 to 20, that 10, 12 seconds where, like, there's just that production there? Yeah. And when Nas just lets the beat just do its thing, that is a part of song atmosphere. Yeah. Which is really important. So I think that, like, the production, man, is, like, really key for me, at least. And I think that delivery is, like, a close second. I think if we're talking about song... Like something that you could just put on and listen to all day, the flow is probably mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all you know There's no like, wrong in answer. Of, they're like, all equally as important. In terms of being like a very ah, damn, they're all re- that's tough. It's either between flow and lyrics for me. Mm-hmm. But like, I think I'm gonna go flow because sometimes you could have a song that's kind of stupid or kind of like not that deep, but it's a good, yeah. enjoyable song because of the flow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but but something that's not on here, which I think is like just the passion, like the intention. Mm-hmm. Like if I can hear that you really, really put your heart on this. Yeah. Yeah. So would that go under delivery? Kind of. Kind of. To an extent, because like you can't. Probably the way you deliver it then, is yeah. an indication of your passion and emotion. Behind so yeah, it. then I guess I'll go delivery. Yeah. Yeah, bro. It's like there. I think production and delivery are like my two, the two top ones. Then so delivery. So for me. If I can feel it, if I can connect to it, yeah. For me, it's uh, it's a, it's between flow and production, yeah. Because like, every time I click on a song, is re- the beat is what really uh tells the story for me, yeah. And that's the first impression that I'm gonna get, and the first impression of the rapper that I will get is literally the first word that he says. So that's very important to me, bro. The, the flow, you, the beat needs to be smacking, but Mm. For for a rap song, I think yeah, the flow would be the most important thing. Cause I would I would need to be able to sing back those lyrics if I would really want to enjoy flow it. Flow and delivery for me. Yeah, because mm. flow in terms of just being a catchy song, flow. Yeah, yeah. It, they're all equally as important, man. You gotta have all six to make a great song. That's a great album. I don't necessarily know if you need a hook to have a great song, though. Yeah, no, you, you don't, don't need a good hook. You don't. A hook. Sometimes the hook can save a bad song. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. It can the hook make, can, it la- can make a bad song the hook, listenable. Bro, the hook is supposed to make up for the lack of actual lyricism. Is it not? Or does it not do that sometimes? Like we know that, like oh, only songs have a catchy only hook. for trash rappers. Sometimes, bro. Yeah. so many hooks, are, so many songs are saved by just the hook. That's half a Drake like, shit. That's half of. That's why uh, Ray uh, Sway Lee. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's so why popular. Sway Lee. That's why Quavo is popular because them hooks, man. Yeah, then yeah. hooks are definitely hook like hooks. As far as like the actual like hooks are very important. As far as like the words involved in a song, yeah, the hook is very important. The hook is like the recurring theme of the song. So of course that's important. That's like with the crux of your story of the song. But like, as far as like. Just like the actual quality of the song is not so much affected by the hook if the because if those other elements are good too, like so yeah that was a good question man they're all equally as important like, but some people only master one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's true. Who do you who's some artist that y'all think masters all six like pretty consistently? All six consistently. Oh fuck, 
Just give me maybe like Kanye. One on, on, probably only Kanye. It's the same as the answer for you. Same as the answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess only. yeah. My dumb ass. In order to once a, beat, once upon a time logic. Up <laughs> once upon a with time. this last album yeah, was literally perfect, all six, bro. I'll yeah. say. Once upon a time, Logic had all that shit mastered in one. He had the fucking soul, all the the uh, Infinity the Stones passion, of rap, all the Infinity Stones. Oh, he had the hooks, <laughs> he had the relatability, the and production, had, the lyrics, the delivery, all that shit was cold as fuck. Yeah, yeah. and I think that you, I think artists innately know that. Like, you don't know these things like consciously. These things have to be on point. But as you're making art, you know that like these things come out once you really believe in what you're doing. Yeah. So yeah, bro, that was a good question, man. That was a good yeah, question. Yeah, I like this question. Bro, he's some hip-hop ass motherfuckers. Wait, what would you say is the least important part? That's a good one. Mm. Probably the hook, man. Yeah, probably the hook, man. Hook. hook. I, honestly, I can listen to relatability really is not that big because, like, to me, Actually, yeah, yeah, it's like, nah, I, relatability, relatability is, really is very specific, though. Like, for me, it's like, okay, everybody's story is not going to be my story. Yeah. But as an artist, I can appreciate you telling your story as an artist, like, as an art form. Like, if I, if I, I can't relate to, like, half the shit Lauryn Hill or Cardi B say. That doesn't mean I'm not going to like the song. But I don't really listen to Cardi B. But well, I like Lauryn Hill because some of the songs that she makes, I can relate to that shit. Nothing even matters at all. I mean, of all. course, like, yeah. The songs, <laughs> like, you, the songs that you like the most. Yeah. <laughs> the songs that you like the most, you can relate to. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, the songs that you like the most are probably the ones that you can relate to personally. Obviously, that's everybody. I'm just saying, like, I think, like, as far as, like, me liking that song sonically, I don't have to necessarily relate to what the person expressing the story went through for me to oh. appreciate it as an objective story. Yeah, I would, I would agree with you, bro. Because, like, every, everybody, every artist got their own little story. Just just make me be able to understand yeah, the story. Like, and I think that's what Chica does well, like like you were talking about. Because, like, I, gotta be I can't able relate to, to being a, fl- a fat black girl. So Chica, not Tika, Chica. That, that's what I said, Chica. Oh, I got to be able bad. to empathize yeah. in some way. Like, because if it's not like I can't relate to being that, it's like I can relate to that feeling that you're telling me, a feeling less yeah. than or something like that. But if you're just talking about I'm a rich white man and I'm fuck- <laughs> like, I'm like, what the fuck? I can't. What am I supposed to do with this? So, but even look at that, though. Even people, even people who rap about like spending all this money and drinking all these drinks, you can't relate to that shit personally because you don't you might not do that. But you like the idea and the sound of it. Cause it's uh, a good story. I mean, that's not my number one jam. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying, but like in general, like when people be like, definitely oh, not the spending people, people all this money part. When people write raps, right? What yeah. do they mostly talk about? Money, who they having sex with, and how much they can buy, even off a of freestyle. So even if you, even if you're poor, like people it's still like, like, like yeah, they're selling the dream. Well, selling well the story. I feel you, but I'll say relatability is important. Like if I it's can't important. relate, like to me, hook is the least important because I've listened to songs without hooks that I really, really like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times I, I write songs and I don't have a hook in mind at all until either it's over or until like sometimes my songs don't even have hooks at all. So it's like that I feel like is not as important because if you have a good flow, <coughs> sometimes a good hook with a bad song is worse than just a, a decent song because it's like so disconnected yeah, from yeah. each other. Yeah. It's like, damn, this song isn't good. Just the hook is good. Yeah. I feel you though. They're all like every. There's no wrong answer. It's, it's a very open-ended question. Sure. Yeah, but I'll definitely yeah. say most important production and least important uh, relatability for me. But uh, yeah, man, that that's gonna do it for us this week. Yeah, first yeah. week back in the studio. Uh, good to be back for sure. Um, 
yeah good to see you guys in person <laughs> yeah uh yo this is an episode where huey did not glitch and there was not a double take of huey that's fucked up <laughs> that's fucked up that's oh fucked up God. hey anyway it's your boy huey revolution listen to my project for you out on all platforms you don't don't think about it just go listen to it go search it up and listen to it follow me everywhere at huey revolution follow us at low productions on youtube and instagram that's it um, and this is King Ramil here, man. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at King Ramil. And, and we can fucking, you know, we will be releasing more content for you guys. Like we back in the studio now, as Huey said. And, um, with that being said, uh, you can expect a lot more Fires YouTube videos and your notifications courtesy of us. So appreciate the support, you guys. This is Nemo the Zeus speaking. Uh, you can follow me everywhere. Nemo the Zeus. Make sure you send me a message saying that you fuck with the podcast because I do like reading those. Uh, and rappers, please buy my beats. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. And, and give us suggestions on questions or topics you guys want to hear about later. Gang. <laughs>